Welcome to the In Common Podcast. This is Hallie Post. This Insight episode comes from full episode 74 with Sarah Miro. Sarah is an assistant professor at the School of Geographical Sciences and Urban Planning at Arizona State University. Her work focuses on interdisciplinary social ecological systems, specifically urban geography and planning. Here, Sarah talks with Michael about the multiple meanings of resilience and the importance of clarity regarding what terms like resilience and sustainability signify in order for collaborative work to be produced. This is the In Common Podcast. So my first question for you is like, how did you first get uh, engaged with the idea of resilience and what do you like about it? Yeah, so so I first was introduced to it actually um, in a in an elective seminar at the University of Amsterdam. So during my master's, it was uh, just luck, I guess, that two of the faculty um, there, I think had a small grant basically that was focused on urban resilience governance. And um, it was Isa Baud and uh, Michela Hordijk. And they basically as part of that were offering this, this small elective seminar um, to try to kind of make sense of, of what it what urban resilience would be. And so we, you know, did a number of readings. It was a lot of the, at the you know, this was back in 2009, right? Uh, or 2000, maybe 2010, but um, around that time. And so, you know, resilience was was not, I would say, the buzzword that it, it is today, right? The, obviously, the Resilience Alliance folks, uh, you know, the social ecological resilience, um, Stockholm resilience folks were were certainly working on the topic, but it just wasn't like in the the popular and policy discourse to the same extent that it is now, especially not urban resilience. So I think we were doing a lot of you know of those readings, um, and to me it just yeah it just really also resonated. I think one of the things that I found most powerful about it was that it it felt like it was um, you know a, a way of thinking that really could be applied and you know a set of characteristics and. Um, and perspective that could be applied to both like physical systems and the way they're managed or, or governance, right? And that was really powerful to me, especially as I was thinking about, you know, urban systems, right? Like, so thinking about like the energy sector, which was that I ultimately um, try, I tried to apply resilience theory to um, energy policies in Thailand for my master's thesis research. And that was what I found really interesting about it because, you know, some of these same characteristics that you see sort of uh, recommended, right, to enhance resilience of of maybe ecosystems or or physical infrastructure systems, things like diversity, redundancy, you also can apply those to governance, right? And I think that's just like a really interesting um, aspect of resilience that that resonated with me. And just this idea that I think it's accepting that, there's always going to be disruptions and and change, right? And you have to sort of accepting that and trying to, you know, I don't know, expect and manage um, the unexpected. That just like seemed to really resonate with me as well, especially as thinking about, you know, the future of cities, right? Um, in the face of climate change and just all, you know, rapid development, um, all of the things that that cities are facing, right? In different ways, some shrinking, some growing, etc. So in your description, Sarah, it sounds like you're also referring to a way you characterize resilience in one of the papers you share with me as like a boundary object, as a way of connecting different fields because they can all make use of this common term. Absolutely. And I, I still think that that is, 
yeah, one of the, the more interesting things about resilience is that it does just, you know, obviously we work on, we research different things, right? But like it resonated with both with both of us, or we work in different systems, say. And I think that's true, right? And the fact that the urban resilience brings together, or resilience, right, brings together ecologists, people working on terrorism, right? And, um, you know, governance, and, and all those people somehow are reading each other's papers, right? And like, when when I started working on urban resilience, I was, I was reading NG, papers on engineering. Um, I was reading, you know, work on from urban ecologists and reading, you know, those who are thinking about, about terrorism and the fact that I think those, <laughs> that there's some common agenda there is I think really interesting and opens up uh, potential opportunities that wouldn't be there otherwise. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, do you worry about, um, I mean, I've heard critiques of like sustainability being, you know, used by so many people that it's meaning gets diluted because it's, and everyone likes it. No one wants to be unsustainable. And so I don't want to be like not resilient, but if everyone starts to use it, is there a concern about like the dilution of its meaning? I think absolutely, right? And I think it has, you know, in some ways it's already reached that, right? There are so many different ways of interpreting it um, that without, I think, further clarification, it, you know, yes, okay, maybe it brings people together, but yes, you absolutely, if you actually want to then apply it, um, say develop a resilience plan for a city or, uh, any kind of policy, then you're gonna have to to get into more detail. And um, actually, there was a I was part of a an interesting workshop a few years back. It was the Aspen Global Change Institute. It was a resilience workshop, right? And it was really trying to bring very different perspectives on resilience together. And this was actually when I was still a PhD student, but it, it was a lot of great great folks together um, trying to sort of make sense of it. And actually, the first couple of days, it was a multi day workshop. The first couple of days were incredibly tense and not very productive, right? Like people had really strong feelings about what resilience was and what it wasn't. And I think people were really just all talking past each other. And it was actually only at a point where um, it was Susie Moser. I don't know if you you know of her at all. Um, she, she's, you know, one of the, the leaders in, in the ad climate adaptation world. Um, but she was one of the organizers of the workshop. And I think she really helped to sort of synthesize uh, the different ways that people were, were thinking about resilience. Um, and this actually was the foundation for, for a sort of framework that we then um, we then published, uh, that she was the, the lead author on that paper um, in Climatic Change. But basically, it was this idea that resilience is either like a, uh, a system characteristic, right, an outcome or a process. Right. And basically, depending on how you think about like which one of those positions or which one of those ideas you're thinking about, it has very different implications, um, very different assumptions. Right. And, you know, how you know what that means for management, what that means for, for example, the relationship between resilience and sustainability. Right. Is really different. So like if you're thinking about resilience as a system characteristic, there isn't you know, it's not necessarily, there's, you know, resilience could be either bad or good, right? Sustainability is kind of the, the normative outcome. And I think there are a number of folks who, who still, some of them, you know, with the Resilience Alliance, uh, who are still really arguing for this, right? Because they're concerned about, I think, the politicization and like dilution of this concept of resilience, they don't want it to have so much of this normative perspective, right? Um, so they say, keep sustainability as more of the normative goal and have resilience actually be something that a system characteristic that we can actually like measure, right? Um, 
so so then resilience isn't isn't bad or good it's it's um you know it's a characteristic and that depending if you have you know a system that's very sustainable then you want it to be resilient if it's not sustainable you actually want to undermine resilience and try to transform it right um if it's a process right then resilience um, is something that you need to foster in order to like work towards sustainability, right? And then if it's an outcome, well, actually they're kind of the same thing, right? And maybe resilience is actually a replacement for sustainability in this like more dynamic uh, world, right? That's kind of the idea there. And so, so that's where I think some of the confusion comes in is like if somebody is thinking about it as this outcome, right? And they have this very normative idea and somebody else says, no, like resilience is not necessarily good or bad. And like sustainability is the normative goal. They like, can really, you know, it can be um, problematic <laughs> and they can have trouble sort of trying to, to work together. Thanks for tuning in. The In Common podcast is a partner project of the International Association for the Study of the Commons and the International Journal of the Commons. To explore more episodes of the podcast, as well as our blog, visit our website at www.incommonpodcast.org. Here you will also find a list of the members of our recently expanded team, as well as a link to our Patreon page, where you can make a small donation to help us cover our operating costs. You can also follow us on Twitter at InCommonPod. Thanks again.